0: SAFM, leading the conversation. The Viewpoint, 8 to 10 p.m. Flipping conventional wisdom on its head. On, on SAFM. We're back, we are live, we're on SAFM. Song of Zofenius Lesejo and Kanya all say shout out to you and thank you so much for joining us, Miss Cynthia Nyoni, Social Worker and Manager at the Department of Social Development, just to give us a reality check as to, for them, what this time of year means when there is so much festivity on the one hand, there's equally great amount of pain and just some stories that no society should ever have to lament. In the context of 16 days of activism and, of course, beyond, child trafficking, cyberbullying, online violation of children's rights and general violation of children's rights is rife at this time of the year. Give us a synopsis then, please, what it is as a nation we are dealing with. Good evening, Ms. Cynthia Nyoni. Good evening
1: and good evening to your listeners.
0: Yes, please give us a synopsis of what it is that we are dealing with as a nation.
1: Well, the phenomena, is it has been seen to to have a, 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 you know a high rate, especially during this this time of the year. Maybe let me give you a background to say that as the Department of Social Development, in partnership with international organisations like UNICEF and other, you know, key stakeholders within the child protection field, we have realized that, um, you know, child trafficking, cyberbullying, especially um, uh, issues of online safety, they, those are the things that we wanted to, to just to uplift and create awareness and education to the communities and the public out there, especially um, our children who you know, often becomes prey to these uh, online predators who are taking advantage of children. Moreover, during the lockdown restrictions, um, we have seen a high rate of of children who became victims of child trafficking due to the fact that, you know, with the lockdown, it brought about a lot of uh, uh, children who had, you know, uh, suddenly being more expo- uh, exposed to the use of gadgets because um, you know everybody was locked in the house and most of them uh, developed this relationship with people that they don't know which resulted in really um unfavorable situations even more when children went missing so we came about with the, uh, you know, the, the the solution to say that maybe we need to create awareness, and also just to educate children and parents, because most parents will find that they have no idea what the children are doing when when using these um, online um, pages like your Facebook, your Google, and your your your, your Instagrams, where they meet these predators secretly so we came up with an idea to say that we need to create awareness out there just to educate both parents and children of the dangers of and also the online safety uh, of using these um you know um, pages so we had a webinar on friday uh, the 4th of december where we called all stakeholders to become part of this so that we can escalate this in creating awareness and educating and education for all communities about this phenomena uh, 16 days being part of child protection week because when the minister you know uh closed the child protection week she also announced to say that uh definitely child protection ju- just doesn't end on that particular week but we needed to raise the bar because as, as i've explained to say the high levels of of children's rights being violated more especially of um the high rate of children who experience abuse gender based violence and so on we needed to step up and make sure that this program runs you know 365 days Uh, of the year. Hence, we came with a 365 days program where we say every month we need to highlight issues of children, uh, care and protection of children throughout the year. So each and every month we took, um, you know, based on the statistics that we get as a department and stakeholders of um, hotspots and also the high levels of violence against children. So, this particular month, in conjunction with the sixteen days of activism program, we decided that in December would be where we raise awareness and education in terms of the child trafficking, online safety, and more especially uh, cyberbullying.
0: Can we just please focus on the online uh, space where children are especially vulnerable and I would imagine they become more vulnerable simply because at times there might be a gap between their access and or facility with the online material that is available where parents potentially might be somewhat the BBTs as they are called born before technology so they cannot not quite um, engage with the online world and therefore they won't be able to anticipate the dangers as much as they do exist what then? Because kids, a lot of them have got access to gadgets for the right reasons in the most part. But of course, they can fall prey because of their being very trusting. And this is where the problem starts. And it starts also because the, the parent is not quite as technologically savvy to be able to understand those dangers. How then do you empower the parent to be more vigilant and or aware of the vulnerability of the space and how they can then as a result engage their children?
1: Yes, as I've explained, we work with different key stakeholders. Our Films and Publications Board, uh, Google South Africa, and UNICEF have embarked on, you know, assisting us to create this awareness. And we've realized that, as you have mentioned, parents are left behind because they were born before technology, and most of them are not really aware of what are these things that we are talking about when it comes to social media. So we have embarked on a program that where we, you know, uh, educate them as well to say when you buy a gadget for a child, make sure that you put, you know, terms and conditions on the. Use of the gadget itself. Not that you will be violating children's lives, but it's just a, you know a measure where you put control to say at some point you need to access the phone so that you can be able to also see which sites. Uh, The child is visiting because uh, the films and publications board have got, you know, the rating, uh, the classification of, um, you know, in terms of ages where children are not supposed to be uh, on those particular sites. And if it is found that children are visiting those sites more often, then parents have to report and something has to be done in terms of tracing who is really, you know, playing on these children. Moreover, we are saying we need to create a relationship or a space where parents are able to speak to their children about anything so that, you know, uh, we are all in the same page in terms of understanding where the dangers might be. So it's a continuous process uh, because we, we would not achieve this in just one month. But we are saying... We need to engage more, create dialogues, create conversations, you know, children's forum, children's parliament, but also let's, let's uh, see if we can meet parents halfway in terms of uh, empowering them to be able to speak to their children and more especially to be able to create that space where they are able to access or educate children uh, and of the dangers of using, um, you know, a cyberspace in a very protective manner.
0: We are in conversation this evening with Mrs. Cynthia Nyoni, social work and manager at the Department of Social Development. Sixteen days of activism and their ploy, specifically in making and raising awareness on child trafficking, cyberbullying, online violence, and general violence against the rights of children. Your thoughts in that regard are most welcome. As a parent, especially, I implore you to have a conversation with us so that we can all be empowered. What measures have you taken to intervene in a trend which, as you saw it, developing? would have threatened the life and livelihood of your child, we are taking calls here on SAFM, Johannesburg, 714-2006. It's 20.50, just shy of 10 minutes, so please get your calls coming and more especially send those voice notes under a minute, no noise in the background. Madiwa said, and I'm raising the name Madiwa because just this weekend we were Commemorating seven years since his passing in 2013, he is quoted as in 1997 saying that the true character of a society is revealed in how it treats its children. And South Africa, in many respects, does not rank high in whichever metric one might use in the treating of children. And, of course, this, the worst expression of, is how children get trafficked and get killed for Muti, if it is for Muti to be made worse as sex slaves or just plain old criminality against vulnerable people, children in particular. South Africa clearly has a challenge there. How rampant then or how brutal truly is the scourge of child trafficking in South Africa and what are some of the specific measures that have been established together with your social partners being the Department of Education as well as the security cluster to prevent this? Ms. Nyoni?
1: Hello, you've been breaking. I'm sorry about that. I couldn't get the last part. Can you repeat that?
0: I was asking in relation with your social partners, to the extent that child trafficking in South Africa is the problem, what are the specific responses social development is leading together with its other partners, be it health, education or especially the security cluster that we can look forward to which are designed to strengthen the fight ultimately against Mm -hmm. child trafficking
1: yes thank you for that question you know as i've mentioned we work with the key stakeholders within the child protection sector so south african police service are also part of it because they are responsible for cyber crimes and then we have your you know there's a um, a partnership with the, the, the Forum for Trafficking which is also a very valuable partners because we work with them in, in terms of investigations. Interpol, because it, it relates to, you know, international those people who are predators um, internationally because you'll find that children ultimately get to be trafficked uh, within the borders uh, of South Africa and outside. Our international social services are also involved. We also have the international uh, organization for migrants micro- so all of these people come into play if there has to be statutory work that has to be done in terms of different countries and investigations. Ultimately, the Department of Justice will take leadership in terms of convictions and so on and so on. But mostly, you know, the Children's Act there is a very clear uh, piece of legislation that guides in terms of different relationships and roles that uh, different key stakeholders have to play in making sure that care and protection of children is ultimately our goal. As I've said, the, this level where we are talking about prevention and early intervention is also critical because at your uh, prevention level you have your education and awareness where you engage different uh, key stakeholders including communities that, that themselves to be aware of such things and also to report because in terms of Children's Act Section 110 stipulates that uh, all the suspicious uh, you know child abuse cases have to be reported. It doesn't matter whether it's an authority or just an ordinary member who suspects that something might be you know uh, violating children's rights is obligated to or mandated to to report such cases. So it's a vast array of um, interventions depending on at what level um, are those coming from. So we welcome any contribution. By the society at large, so the key stakeholders are really major role players, and we have like different policies and and guidelines which really stipulates who does what, and and the manner in which these things have to be reported. So there's an array and series of events that takes place before we can really, uh, you know, confirm cases. I've mentioned uh, some some of the critical stakeholders like your feelings and publications board, um, Interpol, SAPS, Department of Justice, Department of Education also has protocols and guidelines in which uh, such cases should be reported, especially if, if they happen within school environments, where children will find that they take pictures. Uh, where the other child is being violated, so the manner in which those should be handled at the particular school are also, you know, outlined in those different protocols.
0: Let's continue the conversation with uh, Miss Cynthia Nyoni, talking about the rights of children and their protection, and especially this difficult time of festivities, where perhaps many of us might let our guard down. Spoken in that sense, let's speak then to a mother, anonymous in KZN, Good evening, twenty fifty six.
2: Good evening to you, Songezo, and to Cynthia, your guest. I'm just inquiring, you know, if uh, every time we have guests on every show um, uh, discussing the gender-based uh, violence. But as we discussed with, on the news, I heard earlier on that the, a, a person from Peter marisburg hacked uh, a female, his partner, or, uh, or I don't know who, how he's related to her, and two or three children in the interim. So uh, we are just talking and talking and talking. How are we curving the problem? Because we can say go to the police, we can say go to the social worker, we can say go there. How do you assess the problem? How do you assess the person? Because when they go to court, they say they, they, they need uh, to be assessed or evaluated because they have a mental disorder. And they did it under those conditions. So how do we evaluate a person prior to going to court or prior to uh, the transactions taking place?
0: fantastic much appreciated there anonymous and perhaps let's go to vincent in Midrand very quickly
2: hi um my comment is on the border post and the way traffic uh uh, police officers are reacting at the border post with respect to kids trafficking and women trafficking the
1: this this jojo business is very prevalent and it's costing the country i don't know whether the special task force should be put all the time so that they can eliminate these kind of things it's, it's very disturbing from one receiving five thousand and for a truck full of kids leaving the country drugged in the truck makes sense and our police are forever there with lots of vents, but they are not doing their job with integrity.
0: much appreciated vincent your comments then miss nyone as you wrap up the segment <laughs>
1: Yeah, I'm sure the, the 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 listeners would also understand that some of the questions would not come from me directly because I don't speak on behalf of other departments. But, as the Department of Social Development, the can protection of children is a priority, and we have also you know noted that gender based violence is also on the rise, hence the national strategic plan that the President is leading, and that really uh, tells us the different pillars in which uh, people have to intervene. And when it comes to children, as I've mentioned, the Children's Act also is the lead, um, you know, piece of legislation to say any suspicions have to be reported. We can only, you know, cap this if we all work together. It's not particularly different departments, although they're supposed to lead in terms of interventions, but communities, uh, neighbours, anyone is also obligated to do something. And I'm saying this because I know that somehow, somewhere, our our system is failing our people and uh, it can only mean that we need to really reinforce the workforce keep on training people how to handle these cases because, yes, there are gaps within the systems and they will not be kept just, uh, you know, overnight. And I really agree to say that some of the cases, they they go, um, you know, without any convictions because there was something or someone that dropped the ball. But it will be something that requires all of us to work together. Um But the reinforcement of our frontline staff is also another issue that we are trying to upscale so that we train people how to deal with these cases. Of course, because of lack of evidence and lack of how things are handled, you'll find that perpetrators sometimes get the upper hand. It's not what we are looking for. It's not what we want. But let's fix where there are problems and sure. let's work together.
0: Let We're us honest. indeed let us indeed work together, Mama. Thank you so much for joining us, Ms. Cynthia Nyoni, Social Worker and Manager at the Department of Social Development, talking about working together and being aware. If there is one number a child should know, just as much as they do know the 10-triple-one number, it is 0800-123-321. That's the child welfare toll-free number, I repeat, 800 123 Three to now. Three to one. Let's go to news. Good evening.